Today is December the 21st. Why do we have an Old and a New Testament? Let's find out together as we study Jeremiah 31. Yesterday we looked at one passage out of the book of Ezekiel. Today we're going to look at a passage out of the book of Jeremiah. This is a very different time from the time of Isaiah. Isaiah prophesied when the northern kingdom was going into exile about um, 700. He's called an 8th century prophet. Uh, the northern kingdom was taken away in exile in 722 before the Common Era. Uh, this is about 150 years later in the book of Jeremiah, also prophesying to the southern kingdom, but when they are about to be taken away captive by Babylon. They were actually exiled the first time in 587 before the Common Era. Now, Jeremiah is prophesying, prophesying sometime around 590, and so he's referred to as a sixth century prophet. Jeremiah chapter 31, um, beginning in verse 31, Jeremiah says, the day is coming, says the Lord, when I'll make a new covenant with the people of Israel and Judah. This covenant will not be like the one that I made with their ancestors when I took them by the hand and I brought them out of the land of Egypt. They broke that covenant, though I love them as a husband loves his wife, says the Lord. But this is a new covenant that I'll make with the people of Israel on that day. I'll put my instructions deep within them. I'll write them on their hearts. I'll be their God. They'll be my people. They won't need to teach their neighbors, nor will they need to teach their relatives, saying, you should know the Lord for everyone from the least to the greatest, will know me already, says the Lord. I will forgive their wickedness, and I will never again remember their sins. Yesterday we saw that theme of knowing the Lord. That was in the book of Ezekiel. Jeremiah speaks about it not nearly as much as Ezekiel, but he also mentions it. And today he says, that I will give them a new covenant. Why do we have an Old Testament and a New Testament? The word testament is actually an old way of saying the word covenant. It refers to the old covenant that takes place in what we call the Old Testament and the new covenant that God makes with his people that takes place in what we call the New Testament. The book of Hebrews in chapter 8 quotes Jeremiah 31. It quotes it extensively. Apparently the author of Hebrews had the text before him and he just copies it verbatim. What he says then in chapters 9 and 10 explains the significance, the meaning of the new covenant. He says, first of all, the old covenant was given to Moses on Mount Sinai and involves weekly, monthly, periodic sacrifice of animals. The new covenant has Jesus. 
Jesus sacrificed himself once and for all. He doesn't have to keep doing it. We don't have to keep sacrificing animals because Jesus sacrificed himself once and for all. He goes on then to say that Christ's sacrifice is not just for the people of Israel, but for anyone who puts their faith in him. So the new covenant, the new testament tells of the same principle as the old covenant. God shows mercy and grace on his people. But there is a new people of God. It's not just one family, one tribe, one nation. It's anyone who believes in Jesus. And it's not making sacrifices when we've sinned. Rather, Jesus made that sacrifice once and for all. Have you accepted Jesus' sacrifice once and for all for your sin? If you haven't, this is a great day to look to him, confess your sin, and accept his sacrifice for you. Please like, follow, and subscribe on whatever platform you use to listen to this devotional. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, we'll ask the question, are we ever told when Jesus is coming?